Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all legal drinking ages, it's another week, it's another episode of Cincy Brewcast, another special edition of Cincy Brewcast, because I am once again holed up in the basement at the Gnarly Gnome Tavern, uh, last minute kind of show, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to get one done this week or not. Uh, it's been a little hectic in my life, but we will definitely be back with a normal show next week because we're sitting down with uh, with Fretboard. Hopefully, the uh, the whole round of people from Fretboard. There's been lots of really fun uh, personnel things that are going on there that I think are exciting for the possibilities of what they may be planning long term. Um, so that's that's next week's show. This week, though, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. We. Um, are definitely going to drink some beer. I've got Ryan Guy's Infinite Dawn that I pulled out of the uh, out of the the fridge to to crack open since I've been really curious about it. And we'll probably talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on lately in Cincinnati beer. There's definitely been some fun stuff this weekend. Uh, Ryan Guy's had their anniversary party, which I missed out on, but didn't miss out completely. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about everything else. Um, I guess it's only fitting, though, to, to start the show out the way I kind of always start the show out, because... From the beer fridge. It's the reason you do a craft beer podcast. Drink beer. So, like I said, Infinite Dawn from Ryan Geist. I've heard two very different um, opinions, and pretty much just those two opinions. I haven't heard very much in the middle, which always to me is a good sign. I don't know if uh, that makes me crazy, but if they're, if people either love something or hate it, in my opinion, that usually means it's, well, it's either going to be really good or really bad. I guess it's obvious, but um, yeah, I, I'm hoping it's, it, it fits into the, the good side. So infinite Dawn is the first of Ryan Geist's uh, sour series beers. It, is a sour blonde ale, according to them. Uh, let's look at the bottle here before we open it. The, the description says, With reverential intent and an effervescent yop, we begin. A sour blonde ale, Infinite Dawn, balances tangerine, pear, and apple aromas with subtle rays of vanilla, oak, and sourness. It is where you were, where we are, where we were, where we are, and where we hope to be, the outer reaches. Uh, so it's it's definitely part of a series that they're going to do um, called the Outer Reaches Sour Series, and we've seen a little bit of a a couple hints um, as far as what's coming from that. Um, we can actually pull up on here because we're live streaming. Um, if you've been paying attention on the. Uh, the blog lately. I've definitely written about this. Let's see if we can find it while we're talking to you. Um, this is not normally how I pull up my notes, but you know, why not since we're live streaming? And again, since we're live streaming, if anybody has any questions, comments, um, just wants to bother me while I'm doing a show, feel free to, to chime in. So Infinite Dawn, this is the one that I'm drinking tonight. And then supposedly in theory and none of this is confirmed from the brewery. Well, maybe it has, I think, yeah, maybe they did post a picture of all three of them, uh, science fiction and then uh, metaphysical mango are coming at some point also. Um, so infinite Dawn 
pH, which doesn't necessarily mean a lot depending on, um, I think the, some other factors that play into it. Ryan or uh, mad tree does a really good thing when they, um, release their sours. They have this, uh, this other measure they use of almost perceivable sourness instead of just pH. Um, yeah, I'm really curious to dig into this. It is cork and caged, so give me a second. Why? Oh man, that cage hurts too. So, Lord, I need a pair of wire cutters to get into this thing. So they've been working on their sour series for a very long time, and I know that they just they weren't happy with a few of them at the beginning, so they just kept kind of. Uh, sorry guys, I'm just trying to get to something to help get this cage off of here. They kept plugging away at it until they were 100% happy with what was coming out. And it felt that it represented kind of who they were and who they wanted to be. So considering that it took so long, I'm actually really excited to see what they got. I did read some people talking online complaining at how hard the corks were to get out of these and i kind of laughed about it but now that i'm trying to do this live on the air yeah i agree this is all right here we go i think we got it Ooh, and that's got some carbonation to it all right let me pour it on mic so you can hear it is definitely a fizzy beer. I don't know if you can hear that coming through on the mic, but so it pours really pretty. It's it's a kind of a golden straw, uh, definitely a little bit of haze to it. A big, thick, foamy, bubbly head. If you can hear that, I hope I've, if you're not listening with headphones tomorrow when this goes live on iTunes, put a pair of headphones on just so you can hear the bubbles. Let me take a sniff here. There's a little bit of fruit to it. I definitely get some funk. wonder if this says if it was. Uh, okay, so their, their scale gives it two bars of funk, whatever that means. Two out of, uh, two out of six bars. Uh, three bars for fruit, two bars for wood, and two bars for sour. It doesn't really tell me a whole lot as far as what that means, but uh, they're calling for tangerine pear, apple aromas. I'm not getting a lot of fruit, but I definitely get the apple. Uh, it's really light in aroma, which I didn't expect. I was expecting some kind of big, kind of bold. I mean, I guess in a blonde ale, subtle makes more sense, but... Uh, let's drink it. Mm. Yeah, that's extremely carbonated. Not nearly as tart as I was thinking. I had heard from some people that it was kind of really tart. Um, I heard <coughs> somebody say they felt it should sit in a cellar for a while. And so after hearing some of these opinions, I was sat there staring at it my fridge trying to debate if I was going to drink it now or kind of wait on it. And no, I think it's drinking really good right now. It's 
way more subtle than I thought it was going to be. It's it's a really delicate kind of flavor. Uh, definitely, you know, Rheingeist to me is not a a subtle brewery. I think a lot of what they do is big and bold and and in your face. And this is this is a whole different personality for them, and in a very good way. Sorry, I'm I'm tasting as I'm. I don't have anybody else here to fill the uh, the dead air, so <laughs> sorry. You have to listen to the silence. Now that I've tasted it, and I'm going back to the uh, the aroma. I definitely get the um, the tangerine a little bit. So I'm curious if not that there's that many people listening right now, but if any of you guys have tried Infinite Dawn from Rangais, please chime in and tell me your thoughts and opinions on it. Because as of right now, I'm I'm really 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 digging this. In fact, I'm might go out and buy a couple more bottles of it just to have it. There's almost a uh, a cidery kind of character to it, not necessarily like in your face, like apple kind of thing, like a lot of ciders are, but just the the light fruitiness of it, and probably the 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 real crisp carbonation that I don't. I think I get uh, with ciders. I get a lot of that that big carbonated kind of bubbly fizziness more than a lot of beers. And this definitely reminds me of that, but this is, this is absolutely wonderful. This is, uh, this is probably one of, if not my favorite Ryan Geist beers that I've had in a long time. So much so that I'm burping already. I'm not even through my first glass. So I'm going to keep sipping on that and I'll probably give you a couple more thoughts and opinions as I work my way through uh, through through the bottle throughout the show, I don't think this is going to be a very long show since I'm sitting here by myself. So I figured we would just try that a little bit, talk about it, um, and uh, you know, with Urban Artifact celebrating their anniversary this week, I, I figured it was this weekend, which I didn't get a chance to get out there. I figured it'll be fun to talk about them a little bit too. They released a few different bottles and. Unfortunately, uh, because of the way my life works now, I didn't get to get out there, but um, I did get hooked up from a friend that snagged a couple bottles for me, which I should be grabbing those this week. So in the next few weeks, expect something on the show about Urban Artifact just so I can find an excuse to crack open some of that stuff and, and try it. I've got a few things still sitting in the beer cellar that probably would fit into that show really good. So we'll do that. They... um released a couple more of their barrel-aged sours, the uh, the Dinosaur series that um, is, I think, the culmination of everything that they are doing as a, as a brewery wrapped into a couple beers. So we'll need to be talking about that soon. If you go back to the last time they were on the show, which um, I guess I could probably pull up the notes and tell you what episode it was, um, we we talked about the Dinosaur series. We talked about barrel-aged beers and, and kind of why that is important for them as a brewery and, and what it means for not just them, but for kind of beer in general and, and, and what it is versus what it used to be. Uh, 
it's it's kind of a i guess if if you are a um a geeky brewery which i think they would they would own up to that very well it's it's a different way to do things so if you go back to uh, volume three, episode 23, it was a sort of Christmas show, but not really. I had Brett and Scotty on the show and we drank, um, uh, and cherry pie, which are, are both, um, uh, barrel aged sours. But then we also tried Pteranodon, which is the, um, spontaneously fermented barrel aged sour with peaches that, um, blew my mind, not only for, uh, what, they can do with beer, but it also is, is probably one of my favorite beers that has peaches in it. So it's a good show. Um, they're always fantastic to have on the show. So go back and listen to that one. It was a little more exciting than a show of me sitting in the basement by myself. I'm not used to doing this. I should have written out like a, a set of notes or something to follow along. So their, their, their anniversary was today released a few bottles um yeah there's just a lot of releases and a lot of things that are happening here in cincinnati lately and i i know that anybody who kind of frequents that stuff around town is probably um getting exhausted trying to keep up with everything that's that's coming out i'm trying to kind of help with that on the site i don't know if anybody noticed last month um, again, I can pull it up if you're watching the live stream, but, um, every month, at least the idea right now is that every month I will put up a, a roundup of whatever the beer releases are for that month. And actually this isn't even updated for April. There was a few that are squeezing in here. All the, the urban artifact stuff isn't on here, but, um, anything that's coming out in packaging new or not. I'll kind of update on there. I'll give you what the beer is, when it's being released. Um, a lot of them, if they're being released again, I'll have tasting notes or what I'm calling now beer notes up. So you can kind of read about the beer and know what it is and know what to expect. So, I mean, <laughs> the non-updated list for April, how many do we have on here now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 17 that are on there and I think I'm probably missing five or six still. So, um, granted all of those are not necessarily new releases, but there are a ton of new releases that are coming out. And I know that it's kind of hard to keep up with, uh, the, I'm sure we've talked about it on the show before, but people are kind of changing what that idea of a release is too. I think, that started really big with uh with 50 west when they did um that first release of of punch you in the ipa where they did it in with the punch out and it kind of got people thinking about what a beer release actually is and turning it into an event and all that kind of stuff and it's it's been fun watching people kind of build things around that um street side with their uh, one hit wonder series that they're doing where they're putting a beer on tap only you can buy it in howlers or, or uh, crowlers. I mean, there's, you know, a limited amount of that that's going out the door. 
once it's gone, it's gone. It's not, you know, it's a flash in the pan kind of thing. And that's what it's designed to be. So stuff like that is fun. Of course, 50 West is still right on top of it with, uh, the way they're doing stuff. They, their latest one is next month, which you'll see that post coming, um, pretty soon here. Um, they are doing their new England IPA, the million dollar road, but they're not just releasing it in cans. They are literally firing up the canning line during the release. So you're going to be in line and walk up to a running canning line and they're going to pull them off the end of the canning line and hand them to you and you're going to go. So it's, it's again, it's not just about getting your beer as fresh as possible with this. It's about changing what the idea of release is. And, you know, not many people get the opportunity to kind of see the canning process and be able to ask questions about it and experience that side of things. So it's an opportunity to do that too. If you didn't listen to last week, um, we were at Mad Tree for the Untapped Seven Cities tour. There's a lot of things like that happening around town where, you know, Cincinnati's kind of stretching out a little bit and um, kind of showing everybody that we may be a beer city more than people thought that we were. So it's it's a really exciting time to to be a drinker to. Um, to be a, a fan of beer anywhere near Cincinnati or anywhere near this this region. So it's going to be fun to watch how everybody kind of keeps growing and keeps changing all that. But uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming on the show in the in the very near future. I promise that not all of our shows will be me sitting by myself without any kind of notes, just in the basement drinking beer. You know, asking you guys to listen to me. <laughs> so uh, it would be really nice if anybody listening um, has any thoughts or opinions and chimes in and would give me some kind of conversation back and forth. What I should have done is is hooked up a, a phone or something and just started randomly calling some of you guys and just forced you to be on the air to talk to me about something. So I'm curious what people are drinking. I'm curious what events people were at this week or this weekend even. It's it's an odd experience being stuck in the house for several days in a row. I mean, not stuck in the house. It's been a really nice weekend. We definitely went to the park and, um, went for a couple wagon rides. The, the, the mini gnome loves her wagon. So that's pretty much my life. A lot of weekends now, and I don't get to go to the releases and the events as much as I used to. So I would really like to live vicariously through some of you guys. So, if if you're listening to this, send me an email. Tell me how much fun you had, or um, I we did talk about it a little bit the last show, but we the number is probably going to change in the very near future. Um, but we are kind of contemplating. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it going because uh, wading through all of the random texts and voicemails that I get by giving out numbers is is always interesting but if you want to leave a voicemail for the show right now uh you can call 513-620-4627 if you leave something constructive something that can be useful for the show we will probably play it on air um worst case scenario i'll at least email or text you back and tell you what i thought of your opinion or if it's an opinion I really don't like, I'll just ignore it. So no harm, no foul. But we want to uh, come up with some new ways for you guys to, to connect with the show. 
as this this season of the show this year kind of goes by you're going to see a lot of really fun changes with uh, the format of the show and kind of some of the things that we're able to do we are right in the process of getting ready to um, get the studio the actual studio space done here in my house so that will come with a way for you to interact with the show hopefully be it via phone calls or a more steady live stream which brings up a good point too um i don't put out stuff on on facebook or twitter and that kind of stuff as much as i should but if you have any opinions on what live streaming you do enjoy for the show um feel free to tell me you know if you really like periscope we will periscope if you really like facebook live with some kind of video component not just my screen being shared with you. Uh, tell me that we will do that. If you like streaming on YouTube, we'll do that. It doesn't matter. Just tell me what you like and we will take it all into consideration as we kind of kick this show into the next gear and, um, the other shows that are coming along show that is coming along. will definitely play into that too. So if you like to drink things that are not beer, you might want to stay tuned to that side of things because drinking with a gnome is um, being built. It's being built for a while. I guess I can give you a, a little sneak preview here if you're live streaming. If um, you haven't heard about it yet, let's look at it here. This is the prototype of the, the the website right now um drinking with the gnome and it is going to be beer wine and booze from cincinnati and beyond uh, but still primarily focusing on cincinnati because that's where i live that's where i drink that's that's where i love so stay tuned for that that's going to be fun uh what else is coming along here in the near future um I don't know, guys. There's just about anything you can think of. The The bottle releases, I'm sure, are going to keep coming fast and furious. The can releases are going to keep coming fast and furious. Alexandria Brewing Company opened this weekend. Uh, we are not anywhere near done with brewery openings. There's um, definitely a few more that I know are, are, are close. There's a couple that are really close. Uh, Northern Row, we've talked about them a little bit. They're kind of right north of where Rheingeist is on Henry Street. They are, from from what I can tell, weeks away. It just depends on, I guess, who you ask. Um, three Points over in Pendleton is uh, in the middle of construction. It, there, Sonder has a building up now. If you drive past there, it's it's starting to look like a brewery. I mean, it's going to be an exciting year. Not that any year is not exciting, but I don't see an end in sight right now. I'm sure that we will see more closings as time goes on, but, you know, I still think the openings will outweigh anything that can close. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, If you guys don't have anything, um, that's about all I have. Um I just wanted to get something up for you to close out, well, to open up your week, I guess, since this goes live on um, 
your favorite podcast medium in the morning. But to close out my week, I've got, like I said, fretboard coming in the middle of the week and that will post, um, next Monday. And then, uh, I'm planning a couple other things that aren't set in stone yet, so I don't want to tell you about them, but definitely we'll have something with Alexandria coming in the uh, the coming weeks. Um, if you didn't make it down there this weekend for their grand opening, they've got some really fun stuff. And even since I was there for the soft opening uh, just a few days ago, they've gotten their, their New England IPA on, I believe their Abbey Ale's, if not already on tap, it's coming very soon. Um, their bourbon barrel aged Imperial stout, the brothers in arms. There's just, you know, just like I said, tons and tons and tons of things going on, no matter what part of town you live in or what part of town you want to visit. So go to your local brewery, have some beers and then, you know, send me an email or send me a tweet or send me a Facebook message and tell me what you were drinking and what you thought about it and why you loved it or why you didn't, because that's what keeps all of this going around. And sometimes if I can't make it to a place, I need you to do it for me. (laughs) So that's that. If nobody else that is uh, jumping on wants to tell me anything about what they're drinking or if they've had this Geist Infinite Dawn, which again, I am really, really enjoying. Um, we'll call it, we'll, we'll fire it down and get this edited and, uh, call it a night. Go sit down and watch some TV before I pass out since the baby exhausts me now. Nothing? Anybody? No? All right. Uh, sorry for the short format show. I I don't think you're supposed to apologize to people for that stuff, but I still kind of feel bad when the show is half the length that it normally is, but it's a nice fast one. If you're in your car or if you're at work tomorrow or listening in the gym or your morning run, whenever you listen to the show and you get halfway through and you're like, Oh shit, why is the show so short? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, make it uh, to make it worth your while, go download another podcast that you might not have listened to before and listen to that one too. You know, we're big fans of have a drink show on the Brewcast. So if you haven't listened to them yet, get on have a drink show.com or I'm sure whatever app you're using to listen to this right now, you can probably type in some kind of search bar and find it. Have a drink show. Um, big fans of that. I'm a huge fan of, uh, Zane Lamprey and his Zane's world podcast. It's a little more travel focused versus drinking focused, but um, there's lots of drinking that goes on. It's a, it's a fantastic show and he's pretty much like my hero. So listen to that one too. And again, tell me what you think, you know, feedback is what keeps all of this going around and hearing the positive and the negatives is always very useful to me. So tell me what you think about anything that you think things about and I would appreciate it. Thank you guys. And remember to keep listening. Listen next week, share the show with all of your friends, follow everything that you can think of on social media. If it says Cincy Brewcaster, the gnarly gnome on it, follow it and tell everybody else to follow it too. And we'll, uh, we'll keep doing this for as long as we can keep doing it. There will be weeks of half hour shows hiding away in the basement, but that's life especially 
when you've got a mini gnome. So thank you guys. We'll be back. Sensi Brewcast, the voice of Sensi Craft.